The Those Guys with Ships show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. So I put the chances of this one making it all the way to the end without incident at zero. Zero percent? 4.2 bajillion percents. Uh, I'm hoping for... Oh, look at that. It's got some sound effects already. All right. uh, I'm look looking forward beer. to uh, like maybe a car accident or an asteroid strike right outside my apartment. Perfect. Well, as long as you don't do what you've done prior to recording, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. That was, that was ginger shall, ale because I don't feel good. Aww. We shall not speak of this again. It makes the tummy feel better. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who can can hear, he is he's a little under the weather. <laughs> I am I am feeling yes I am feeling a tad under the weather and if I may hijack the show for but a moment I'm feeling a tad under weather. Um, I don't have a toilet. I don't have hot water, and I barely have a kitchen. That's what happened. Getting the, the kitchen and bathroom retiled. Oh, I was going to say, same you, should, time? you should maybe go live in a house instead of a cardboard box, but that's that's another possibility. Maybe a bit of an oversight to do both at the same time and not, you know, stagger it a little bit. Well, considering we only have one bathroom, you know, we oh. don't really have much of a choice. You know, you're kind of out the bathroom regardless. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's a rough I just, one. I just told my wife when I have to pee, I'll go out in the yard like the dogs. She was not <laughs> amused. You got a so fence, if, fine. if, if you're deal. AFK for a short while and we hear a door close, we can assume what's going on? Um, assume nothing. Assume nothing. Um, but uh, my wife is going to sneak in here with some delightful miso soup for me in a little while. Aww. Aww. She's good like that. Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue. We are those guys with ships, and this is episode number 132 of our show. This is yet another very special episode of the Those Guys with Ships show. This is our 2946 anniversary stream recap show. Now with extra prowlery goodness. Guys, do you feel your bowels loosening from the deep thrum? Oh my. I wish I'd read this one ahead of time. Now I'm trying to think of the thrum. Like, how, that's a very deep thrum. It's called a it's called a brown note. It is. It is called a brown note. Well, we've we've played about every other kind of note we can tonight. So. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering what was happening in my pants. I thought it was just the cold, but now I know. No. Turns now out you, the prowler. Now you know it's, it's the prowler. In your pants? <laughs> now I'm just confused. The prowler. Prowlery <laughs> goodness. So apparently the prowler has uh, <laughs> some extra. It's very um, stealthy. Well, I was gonna say the, <laughs> along with the stealthiness is some extra. Uh, combat perks uh, to use against the enemy. Would you say it's silent but Tavarin in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Hmm. <laughs> Did we see a picture of the Tavarin? I've not seen it yet. Yes. Oh, would you please, please, please read the notes ahead of time? Really? I mean, God, I didn't terrible. read the notes ahead of time, and I'm just going to point fingers at you as if I did. programming update because of turkeys our next show will be recorded Monday December 5th and released Tuesday the 6th 
Have a happy and safe holiday weekend. Now, has has everyone got their Rogue One tickets yet? I just want to point no, out, tell I, me you misspelled that on purpose. Oh, did I spell it Rouge? I did. Okay. Did Rouge One. <laughs> Rouge One. Uh, Rouge One Annie, is the on. uh, Star Wars uh, romantic comedy. It is. It's, it's parody. The, uh, it's the, um, uh, what's his name? Moulin uh, Rouge One. Moulin Rouge yeah. One. <laughs> no, I, I was hey, going to go for hey. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I was going to say, both mm-hmm. of those movies have Ewan McGregor in it. Mm-hmm. It's true they do. Only 17 days, depending upon how you count them, until Disney transports us back to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, how hyped are we, guys? I'm excited. Oh, you know, There's excited. excitement. You know why I'm hyped? Because mm-hmm. they built. Do you guys have Cinebristros out there? You know, like a, it's a, a, some. They're they're more maybe more of an East Coast thing, uh, but uh, I'm sure you have them. They're the uh, the full service theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big seats, mm. you get the meal, things like that. It's actually a very nice meal. Well, there was one that was put put in the city where I live, uh, very close to another theater. So what happens? The other theater does all of their movies, regardless of what they are, at six fifty a movie. Oh. It's fantastic. I like that. I go see yeah. all my movies for six fifty. I feel like I'm back in college. It's great. Nice. Yeah. We have the well, as- um, we, we have one of the few um, Christie digital projector theaters uh, in the country right now and what's even cooler is you can pre-buy your seats so we don't have to wait in line pre-buy our tickets for the dead center of the theater and then stroll in whenever we feel like it that's nice good times Um, so lucky individuals in the United Kingdom are able to purchase tickets as of midnight last night those of us in the US not so much not so much you know what? I don't. I was talking to uh, my buddy at work who uh, we uh, we uh, chat the Star Wars uh, frequently, and he he feels like there's there's some weird vibe around this movie. Like this is this is different than Episode Seven. This is it's not the same kind of excitement. Like a positive or a negative, or just sort of like different. Uncertain. Mm. There's an uncertainty about this movie. Well, it's, it's not funny. a main film, um, and if the if the rumors are Star to be, Wars is a name. If the rumors to be expected. Uh, it's not going to have the crawl. So it's a Star Wars movie in the sense that it's set in that universe, but it it may not have many of the hallmarks of what we tr- tend to associate with the, uh, a Star Wars movie. It may have more in common with, say, Black Hawk Down or Hurt Locker. So you have Darth Vader. To me... There's there no Darth Vader in Somalia. True story. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at what they've done with Clone Wars, if you look at what they've done with uh, Rebels, um, you can see that you know I, I feel like this will be a darker movie than than those two um, spinoffs, but they've been successful at stepping away from um, the the, main. Uh, the, the the trilogy, if you will. Yeah the, yeah, the the Skywalker saga. They've been successful with that, so um, I don't see any reason to to not expect the same from this movie. I am. Really looking forward to a slightly darker um, universe uh, or portrayal. You know, it's a good Star Wars war picture seems like that would be a pretty cool thing to check out. Also, excuse me, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh God! What's Canada, going on, Gleep? What is the trail? <laughs> Mark, Mark, can you make my bed? I'm on my way to Florida. Apparently, um, you are on the wrong side of the country right now, man. I, I heard a rumor that the Han Solo movie is going to be based loosely on the Kessel Run, and it's going to be kind of a Cannonball Run-esque, a little bit light-hearted type of vibe. Hmm. Interesting. If that's the case, I'm even more excited. And I don't I think, like light-hearted. Well, here's I was, the, here's I was the thing. Really I, think, <laughs> I, think for, I think for Han Solo, I think like 
if they're able to put out like Rogue One as a dark, um, dirty dozen war epic, and then put out um, a young Han Solo movie, which is a little bit more lighthearted, maybe it is about the Kessel Run, you know, um, I think that that's a really good broad spectrum that they're bouncing back and forth in in the Star Wars universe. I, I Can someone explain personally... to me why the dog brought in a giant log again tonight? He hasn't done this for a week and a half. Because <laughs> he's podcasting, he walks. He, he walks because into the dog he door. wants to be on the show. Clearly, yeah. if you with ignore him, you'll stop bringing sticks in with you, with a Christmas tree. Yeah, you're giving him the attention he desires on the podcast. Basically, yep. he's gonna be like, "You took my stick, dude. You gonna get that back to me?" <laughs> Prima donna dog. What's going on here? All right. Well, anyway, um, it's only 17 days away, so um, we, yeah, we will record again before it comes out or before it's supposed to come out. Uh, we know how those deadlines go, don't we, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Segway. I was going to say, so, um, I, am, I am hopeful that, I personally was hopeful that the Han Solo movie would, would be based around the old young Han Solo books by A.C. Crispin, because I love those things as a kid. They were amazing. They were, they were good books. Yeah, I enjoyed the, reading those as well. I just want them to do Clone uh, Wars uh, movies. Like oh, a Republic yeah. Commandos film? Yeah, Republic Commando films. Uh, just a whole series of them, like 13 of them. 14. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that, that is such a criminally <laughs> underrated game. I miss Republic yes, Commandos. It'd be amazing. All right, let's do this. Where are we going okay. to now, gentlemen? We are going to discuss the 2946 anniversary live stream. Mama. Happened, uh, what? Three days ago now. So, uh, guys, there was a pre-stream. Were you able yes. to get any on you? I was. <laughs> yes, I was. I was able to watch it at work, actually. <laughs> yeah. Me too, because I know no it one started at work early. watches it. It started really early. Um, so um, that started at 9 o'clock uh, our time, Jimmy. Or and Ace, too. Uh, 9 o'clock. It was lunchtime for me. It was beautiful. Went to yeah, lunch, was... watched it, came back from lunch, continued to watch it. I was watching right. it at work. Yeah. It was a quiet day that day. I, uh, I think they I, were I probably. Missed, I missed the first. I missed the bulk of it. I caught the tail end of it, and then I was able to actually watch the the um, the next part of the stream. I watched. Well, the... it was pretty well uh, abbreviated. I mean, it was just. Yeah, it was it, I think it was. It was more of a. It was more of a mic check than anything else. Well, that and and uh, you got a chance to see a little bit of the dogfighting combat. Yes, and, and some of the new the new cockpits, which were neat to see. Yes. So, I'm not sure. So, can He's someone... You're messing, up, you're messing up the timetable here, buddy. you got to glance at the notes before. Read the show notes. notes. Just, just a quick run-through. Make sure only, you're not picking up on things too early. Only, only takes a second. Just, just a minute of your time. <laughs> just a minute of your time. First sentence of every paragraph. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's, let's start with them new ship variants, shall we? Uh, we have something called the Masters of Flight Collection. And uh, these are cosmetic and stock loadout changes to some of the ships we already know and love. And these ships were made to honor specific pilots from within the Star Citizen universe lore, I guess it would be. And uh, we're going to learn more. We've learned a little bit about a couple of the pilots and by, at this point. Uh, we, we knew nothing as of uh, uh, Gesundheit, as of the um, uh, live stream, but um, we've gotten some updated information since then, but we'll get more information in the future. So the four variants are the Hornet Wildfire, which we, we did see um, in, the, uh, in, the, in the demo, in the uh, land party demo. Um, it's a silver and red uh, paint job. We don't know yet... I don't think uh, what uh, what is special about its uh, particular loadout. Um, there's also the uh, Saber Comment, 
Comment. 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 <laughs> oh, it's a very, Reddit. it's a very, it's a very opinionated saber. <laughs> it's, saber. It's, the, it's the Reddit thread uh, saber. The the saber comment. <laughs> you, said, yes. you picture this. I'm Comes sorry. In. Just picture this. The, the the saber comment coming in. Oh, pilot, does he look fat? Oh my god, that <laughs> horn's so fat. There he goes. Oh look, oh look how slow the, he turns. Uh, oh the, my, the colors, god. Oh, terrible. The color scheme is a uh, upvote green and downvote red. <laughs> Who does pink? Come on. That was last week. Red and silver is so last season. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kitty, I, I apologize. Go ahead. It's white and gray camouflage, and it's got, apparently, the loadout is a dogfighting-focused uh, affair. Um, now, this is going to cost you uh, either 175 for the cash monies or 185 in store credits. Um, and the pilot that it's based upon, or it is in honor of, is named Captain Kamur. I guess Kamur? Kamur. Uh, Dalyan. And uh, so he had something to do with uh, the design of, of the, this particular plane, or this particular uh, ship. And uh, so that's uh, kind of the story behind it. Uh, there is a Gladius variant. It is green and black with special tactical loadout, and that was on sale the last couple of days, uh, $100 cash or $110 in store credit, and was in honor of a pilot named Condi Hilliard, Hilliard? Hilliard. Hilliard? Uh, yeah. who was, um, uh, uh, is remembered for her valor in battle defending against uh, the Van Duel. I think it was a, um, in the lore a, um, a very um, a noteworthy battle, or a, a battle of uh, historical significance. Um, and then we're going to uh, get uh, an Avenger, the Avenger Renegade, which is uh, a... Um, it's the uh, advocacy. A, yeah, is a, an, an extension of the Titan, which I, I thought that if it was going to be an advocacy ship, I, I wonder why they went with the cargo variant instead of the, um, the Stalker, yeah. which is the, is, is the, um, uh, the Bounty Hunter variant. Well, that and also uh, the name Renegade for a ship that's colored in an advocacy livery seems an odd choice. That does seem a bit uh, oxymoronic. Uh, anyway, it's going to be black and uh, light and dark blue and orange. So that, there's a color scheme for you. We have no idea how much it's going to cost yet, but uh, we will find out later this week. We have the specific dates of all of these uh, later in the show. Uh, but then uh, rounding out the, uh, the pre-stream uh, event, uh, there, uh, there was uh, the LAN party demo, and uh, there were, how many guys were there? Were there like about 10 guys? Were there like five on a team? Yes, 10, 10 uh, total. Yeah, and uh, there was uh, two teams, uh, Team Anvil and Team Aegis. They were headed up by uh, Disco Lando and uh, Tyler Whitkin, uh, respectively. And uh, participants included, in, in uh, addition to uh, Jared and Tyler, Jeremiah Lee, Will Weisbaum, Vincent Sinatra, Jonathan Riggs, Adam Weiser, Twerk17, and DJ Knight. And they were all competing in uh, an event they called the Electronic Access Invitational. So uh, it was, uh, it was uh, big fun, and uh, they, uh, they uh, started off by doing a couple uh, <clears throat> rounds of uh, Arena Commander dogfighting. Uh, they were using the Broken Moon map, um, which I thought was kind of interesting because I, I thought we were supposed to get another another AC map, but uh, they didn't. Uh, I guess maybe they weren't ready to show it or they, they want to save that for later. Um, but we got to see um, the new flight model in action. And uh, to me, uh, it seemed overall slower and a bit more deliberate, the, the pacing of, of, the, uh, of the combat. Um, and uh, we also got to see some uh, UI and HUD, new UI and HUD elements. And uh, also the, the new uh, the drops, the drops in combat. So there are 
Uh, once you uh, blow up a ship, uh, it will uh, deposit a blue orb uh, for you to uh, fly through and uh, thereby claim the remaining ammo. Oh, so no, that's, that's, kind of, that's going to be called blorb. Blorb. It's a blorb. <laughs> and then we also got a peek at the new missile camera, which is very, very cool. And in the end, uh, one team beat the other, so... Um, I know we were all waiting for that. Congratulations, Team A versus Team B. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what did you guys think about, um, Ace, what did you think about the um, uh, the pacing of the flight? Does it, did, were you able to, was your keen eye able to um, uh, discern a difference from the, uh, the current uh, flight mechanics that we have uh, compared to what they were uh, demoing for us? It seemed a little bit more, like you said, slower and deliberate. Not quite as slow or deliberate as, say... Elite Dangerous, which sort of feels more like driving a submarine than it does flying a fighter. Um, mm-hmm. But it also seemed like they had better control over the ships. I couldn't get a, too much of a, uh, a an eye on it, mainly because the camera guy kept switching uh, ships so fast that you couldn't mm. you couldn't follow a single ship through a maneuver long enough to be like, all right, that's different. I mean, they you know you five seconds here, 10 seconds there, 20 seconds there, jump, 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 back and forth, and I'm sort of like, uh, I get an idea of what it looks like, but I can't really get a great feel of what the kind of combat looks like. It'd be better if they could stick on one for like a minute or two, and you know, maybe it's not as fast-paced or fancy-looking, but if I get a chance to see what the combat looks like, both, you know, moving into and moving out of a combat scenario, that would be nice. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just smash cuts of, of people shooting at each other doesn't really give you a great idea of what's actually going on. I think they were trying to also to, to showcase the um, the variants too. Yes, uh, the new HUD like... systems looked interesting, and I'm concerned. yeah, I'm a little concerned that the new HUD systems aren't being poured over some of the new the older ships. Like we saw, one of them was using the Super Hornet, which had the older HUD, um, mm-hmm. which meant some of the UI elements were still in the places where you, whereas a pilot you can't really see them that well, and mm-hmm. the new Wildfire had HUD elements like moved up and above so that they were easily visible and i was like i hope that they're not just gonna keep the ones that are down below there because that's that's problematic you can't your your pilots physically can't look down far enough to see some of those screens that are down there um i did not even notice that yeah yeah go watch you can see footage when someone's flying one of the guys is flying the super hornet and it's the modern where it's these the current standard version hornet cockpit and then there's someone flying the wildfire and it's got updated HUD elements where some of the UI information is up above. Um, and I think they may be using the new radar system that's not the 3D globe. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm wondering... So we're assuming that we're going to be able to fly these in 2.6, right? That they're going to be available in 2.6 since they were pl- that's flying the them assumption. in the demo? And also, it, it seems odd that uh, I, I never got... There wasn't any great detail beyond the super fancy paint colors what these loadouts were and why they seem to be on average ten dollars more than the previous ones were well I think I think they're the they're thematic and I from what they were saying um, in um, in a segment later on in during the, the the main event is that they were whereas the base loadouts are supposed to be rather generic and sort of do a variety of roles um, uh, Sort of okay. Uh, these focus loadouts are meant to um, uh, to to uh, excel at a particular kind of uh, of role in the game. I suppose. Um, I mean, I guess I guess the whole point is that two point six is all about celebrating the gaminess of the game, and so that's you know they're trying to 
uh, add variants and sort of it's those sort of remind me of sort of like the Halo rec pack like variant equipment troop you know armor variants that sort of thing um, mm-hmm. but it seemed like cause I, I saw that and I was like well can't I already unlock rec so the whole point of rec is that I can unload weapons and then equip them myself mm-hmm. like why have variant armor and variant weapon styles if I can make those changes on my own. I mean, that's what I've been doing in Star Marine or in, in Arena Commander already. I have my fixed gimbal or my fixed guns loadout. That's three uh, broadswords and the combine up top, and that's all through wreck. That's not like, well, I didn't you purchase know, anything. I think that, that that makes sense for somebody who doesn't have your scope of knowledge. I mean, they can say, you know, they can look at the um, at the uh, uh, the saber com- comment. <laughs> It's always comment. going to be the comment now. Wow, it's the comment yes. now, huh? It is now it's the, the comment. comment. It's it's the constantly comment. Um, uh, and you can say, oh, hey, that's that's got a dog fight, a dog fighting focused loadout. I don't know, I don't know how to do that myself. So here, I'll select that, and I'll just take their word for it that this is better than I would be, you know, assuming that dog fighting was what I wanted to do. That I'm better off with this um a factory tailored loadout than I would be trying to construct it for myself. It's also something that you'll have in the persistent universe. Um you know you you can't use wreck in, in the persistent universe. You can only use that in arena commander. So you know if it's a ship that you want to um there there is something to be said for an out of the box solution and if you want that out of out of the box solution you know to go into the persistent universe with then it's kind of a win. Mm-hmm. See, my yeah. my feeling was is, and I and I do recall them saying it. I can't remember who said it, but that these were really, they were trying to get a little more varied gameplay, in terms of what people were using, um, and trying to kind of show people, you know, the different kind of variants that might work. Because uh, they were trying oh. to get, yeah, they were trying to vary it up, and by doing by kind of artificially, you know, um, you know, giving loadouts that maybe people didn't use very well often that would be effective, something on those lines, in order to kind of vary it up, in order to get you know more data in terms of how with the new flight mechanics how these things performed that was my understanding they did mention that at one point i don't know how big a big a deal that is but uh it seems like that's you know in terms of testing makes a whole lot of sense yeah so. yeah well and then we um we also got to in the in the uh at the end of the uh pre-stream we got to see some arena commander racing and uh, they used the old vanderval short course and they were racing heralds which was interesting um, and uh, definitely much slower pacing, um, and not I can you know, from from watching that I couldn't really tell how slow because I'm I'm not really sure how slow them heralds go relative to like an M50 or one of the other racing ships that uh, we may have uh, used uh, in, on that particular course. Uh, but I did uh, make note uh, that there were some really nice tweaks to the map details. Uh, they've got lap counters on the rings now and. Um, and then uh, some other uh, fancy uh, fireworks and uh, other little little touches that makes it that you know makes it look like they did as they said they were going to uh, give give the uh, the courses just a little bit of love because they haven't uh, they haven't had any for a while. It was nice to see all the heralds flying. It was. It was like it was like awkward, soon to be extinct fish. I was, was going to say the it heralds. was like that. Uh, it was like that that potato gun that you see on like you know. Weird, weird science TV shows. <laughs> I don't see, know how the analogy works, but I like it. I'm, flying, I'm going with it. It's flying potatoes. Whenever I see oh, the Herald, okay. I think of like space minnows. They they will always forever be tiny fish to me. So like, yeah, especially, but they got 
big old engines in the back. But especially with like seeing like a, like them flying together like through that ring, I was like, all I can think was like, oh look, it's a school of heralds. Hmm? I just want I just want to know how I can spray paint the classic uh, rat fink dragster artwork onto the side of my herald. <laughs> well, if, well if, if what they've talked about for those uh, hex codes for the painting is true, we may uh-huh. get to see that yeah, someday. That's it. That's it right there, and that's I think that that's the purpose. You know, one of the design purposes uh, behind uh, the release of these uh, variants uh, is that they are testing this system which will allow us to do those uh, personalized customizations to our ships in in the future. Are we in the future yet? We're almost there. Relative to when? Halfway to the future. Relative to when we started 24 minutes ago? Exactly. Yes, we are. Welcome. And finally, there was some confusion between my ears. Um, I had thought Jared had said we were going to get some pre-stream Star Marine. So Yay. that turned out fast. Yeah. Um, but we didn't. Nope. And no. the uh, pre-stream ended with what I thought was um, uh, some indication that the live stream event would begin with Star Marine, which it didn't. So yes, there. That, that was definitely confusing. I think maybe there were some changes of plan. Or technical yeah, there was maybe mayhaps yeah because there were yeah. some audibles called at the line yeah there before were you guys some technical issues yeah before you guys got online before you guys started watching the stream uh, very beginning of it they uh, they were actually getting a, um, a the, the very newest build of two point six yeah literally while they were on the stream before they booted everything up so um, I have a feeling that uh, they were working you know. Probably either probably something that came up that someone found a fix for during the you know during the stream or something like that. So they needed they needed that time to uh, update all all the, all the rigs so they could do it later on. I they were working right at the showtime. Is that what you're saying? Mayhaps. <laughs> Pretty much. Mayhaps. Yeah. All right. Well, we did get the live stream, and it did it kicked off pretty much right on time uh, at uh, one o'clock Pacific uh, at um, at quitting time for Mark there on the East Coast. Mm, just about. Just about. And um, it was a live stream with a theme. It was the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo featuring Jax McCleary from the old Top Gear spoof commercials. He uh, is, uh, every day he's putting out a new new little commercial uh, for our enjoyment. And uh, so it's an expo. It has expo sights, expo sounds, emote dancers. And who doesn't love some emote dancers? And uh, so, as I said, Jack's going to be here all week reporting back to us all the excitements and space nachos. Did anyone else who doesn't notice, love space nachos? Did anyone else notice mm-hmm. the slight uh, cultural dig at Top Gear that was in this? So, so it's pretty overt. It's not really slight. I mean, it, he's he's just like he's basically a ripoff. Of that no, guy, no, no, right? no. In the name of the event. So, so in I don't know you guys how how closely you guys follow Top Gear, but I. I am uh, a, a quiet uh, petrol head. I, I love all that stuff, and so I, I sort of follow. That explains it a lot of things. And indeed, um, <laughs> but uh, so Top Gear got canceled a couple of years ago because of a, a riff that Jeremy Clarkson had with the producer, punched him in the face, and, it, and the, basically the show got canceled off the BBC after a fair amount of hyperbole. Lots of drama, yeah, yeah, lots, lots of, of drama. drama. The show was picked up with some new hosts that haven't done very well. Meanwhile, the original hosts of Top Gear have gone to Amazon and filming a new show called The Grand Tour. And oh, the, okay. the, the, the uh, show Expo is being hosted by this faux Jeremy Clarkson called The Galactic Tour. 
And I yeah. was like, oh, look at that. There's a little dig at Top Gear. They've got the, uh, they've got, it's, they've changed the name to, to Galactic Tour to uh, uh, reflect our host's change from the original show. That makes it, that makes sense because uh, the, uh, their theme music is the same as the, the, uh, the other one, the new one. Yeah, what the Grand said. Tour. Yeah, yeah, the Grand Tour. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the little the. Whistle. Yeah, yeah. So I was that like, thing. I was like, that's a that's a clever little bit of attention to detail right there that they managed to like the old the old M50 review is part of very clearly part of the Galactic Top Gear, and now the this one is part of uh, the Grand Tour. Well, that's consistent hmm. for Star Citizen, I think, and Chris Roberts too. I mean, because look, you got Squadron Forty Two. I mean, you know, that's that's obviously an homage to Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. You know, it, it's. I, I think that there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the in the game. So you know, like the the um, um, what's the uh, the the Gamescom demo uh, where they they landed in the Freelancer and you uh, you showed up. Uh, I forget which station that was. Um, it was the same one we saw in the pupil to planet where that began. But anyway, when you when you showed up at that station there and they were they were going to meet Miles Eckert, there was that statue that was obviously um, a nod to um, uh, one of the Bioshock games. Right? Yeah, the Bioshock uh, statue. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I I like that. You know that's you know it's clever. It's got you know sense of humor. You know it's uh, it it pays homage to uh, to nerd culture. So Everyone I, loves I, an I Easter egg. Indeed. Yes. It's mm. true. Mm-hmm. Chocolate bunnies. Mm. Um, so mm. no, those are East, those are bunny droppings. <laughs> mm. As long as they have peanut butter in them, I don't care. Um, and then, so then the the main event kicked off with uh, Sandy and Chris greeting us uh, to the expo, and so they're sort of doing this in character, and they introduced the first segment, which is Big Guns of the UEE, hosted by Nathan Deersley. That um, so, music. Yeah. So we got to see um, uh, the Idris, the Javelin, and the Bengal. Um, and uh, the Idris, it's it's a I don't know if it's just me, but it's a much different shape now than I remember. It's much broader and more, you know, like what do they call that? It's the stone, the curling stone, the thing that they you know at the Olympics when they like take the brooms out on the ice and drink beer. They, they, I would say they they call it a sport, but really it's just <laughs> curling. It's not, I mean, but it looked like one of those, like one of them stones. You know, it's all wide and it's kind of semi-round and it's got a little handle the, on top. the later behind-the-scenes about uh, the big guns of the UEE? They yes. talk about how they changed the shape of the ship to fit yes. their new... Had, well, yeah, they had to. Um, they've, they've kind of, well, and we'll get to this, but the Cutlass, you know what I mean? They, they've, they had to change a number of ships to fit their new um, mathematics. Dimensions. Yeah, I think yep. I think this one was more in relation to the story they need to tell. I'm assuming, yeah, and Idris takes a, is kind of like the home base is what it kind of comes across as. This is probably going to be the ship that we follow along or are in the vast. Yeah, it is our time. home in Squadron Forty Two. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they had to, from what I'm gathering, they kind of had to, you know, beef it up a bit to kind of fit what they were trying to do. Is what it sounds like. Well, when we saw that kind of X-ray image of it, mm-hmm. you could just see. I mean, it was like there was no wasted space. No, I no. Mean, it's like yeah, there's very clearly so, none. So if we get a, if we have the ability to to investigate all of that, I mean, you know, you could just spend hours and hours of gameplay just kind of like going from door to door saying, "Hi, I'm working my way through college selling magazine subscriptions." Avon. <laughs> I have this uh, useless bag of Mary Kay that I brought with me, and. I need to sell it because I've got a garage full of it back home. Please buy some. (laughs) 
I'll go away if you buy some. Hi, I'm with uh, Amway. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> love the lip balm. All right. Um, so then, uh, so that I thought that was kind of uh, kind of uh, interesting to see that uh, the javelin. We didn't get get to see much more of it. It wasn't all busted up. It was flying in space, so that was kind of nice and different. Um, but uh, other than that, we didn't really see much of the um, uh, the interior of it. What did, now, what did Nathan say about the Idris? That there's only one more room to finish. Yes, and then the missile area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the missile area. Yeah, yeah. So the javelin. I think they're probably a little a little. They're not quite as far along. Uh, because that's, I don't know that it's going to be in Squadron 42. Uh, but then we got to see um, uh, the, the Bengal, and good gravy is that a huge ship. Well, I mean, compare it, it to what it looked like in that original like uh, announcement video and what it looks right. like now. Oh, I mean, it's, it's so, I mean, it has these huge, massive open spaces inside of it. So, I mean, it's... it's and it's still, it's not, it, but it's like a flying city. I mean, it, it's it's like got these big open areas in the middle, you know, like where you have, you know, ships taking off and landing and such. But then you also have, you know, all of the crew quarters and everything else. I mean, it's more like a flying city than a floating hangar. You know, I mean, so it's just, I mean, it's astounding. Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know, those uh, pre, or not pre, but uh, post-military types, Mad Cow, uh, can attest that the an aircraft carries what a complement of like five thousand people. That's a small city. Yeah, actually, I never I never went on a float, so I never had to go. I never had the opportunity to go on one. But uh, I do have some Navy friends, and they all agree that uh, carriers are huge. Well, they get very small very quickly, apparently. But <laughs> well, a, small, hmm. a, a town can get very yeah, small, but there's quite a bit of space. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, five thousand people. Are, they are truly huge, huge things. Well, you, I mean, you guys, have you guys been on, on a large cruise liner before? No, Gleep. I don't have that kind of money. Not that expensive. <laughs> it's I really not that expensive. Gleep's you know. like, have you ever been on a cruise before? I'm like, mm. Listen, just take a 90-minute timeshare tour when somebody calls you <laughs> off for your free vacation and you'll be fine. Yeah, not a big deal. It's only 90 minutes, man. <laughs> uh, but it's like, I want to chew Treat my yourself. own arm off to escape. Yeah, sure. can, you, can you withstand a hard sell? That's all I got to know. Can you? Surely 90 to 386 minutes of your time is well worth a 45% discount on a cruise. <laughs> it's amazing what happens if you just tell them, no, no, I'm not going to buy it, no. All you can eat, bacon. We mm. take Visa, MasterCard, American Express. Uh, Visa always starts with four. And I'll hold Norvo while you get that card. <laughs> Miso soup is kicking in. I'm starting to feel sassy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise with all-you-can-eat miso. You would think they could do that. You would think. That would be yeah. a pretty easy one. All right. So anyway, I just overall, the level of detail shown in these ships exceeded my expectations. And as Ace, as you were saying earlier, I thought the music added a really nice cinematic quality, which I believe is going to make these games truly special. I mean, I've never really been... I'm kind of. I was it Mark that you were saying on a previous show that you usually just turn the music off on most games. Um, I, I I kind of I I definitely turn the music down. Um, and uh, but uh, hearing what Pedro has done uh, for the game so far, I'm looking forward to actually turning it up loud, yeah, annoying usually, my neighbors. Yeah, for me, I usually turn it. It depends on the music. I like the ambiance. I mean, I'm you know music yeah, guy. Yeah, some, I like of, the, some I like of the games is, that's great for that. Yeah, but I like mm-hmm. I like to have the uh, you know I like because there there is there is a story to be told with music lots of times, and if they do I it think, right, you know that can be very very powerful. So I I tend to leave it up actually, and then you know it depends. I mean if you're playing with the MMO types of things like that, you know after a while you've heard it enough, you you, you crank it back down because you're trying to do other things, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I generally try to keep the music up uh, 
because yeah, you're missing. I mean, I mean some of the ambiance certainly. Yeah, I mean, really, really a very integral part of the experience. Well, Playing think, the yeah. division with with music and without music is a very different experience. You you lose a lot of the ambiance if you don't play with music. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I recently went back to um, Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic online, just because you have the ability now to just play through the stories. And um, so I had never played through the Jedi or um, you know the Imperial Agent. So I wanted yeah, to kind of just Agent. go through and kind of just play through those stories. Yeah, that was the best one, by the way. Yeah, I heard that one was really yeah, good. I haven't. Really, I'm, was definitely the best one. I'm doing Jedi right now, and I'm really looking forward. Agent's going to be the next one, but um, and I know that there's been a, a fairly you know large amount of time between these games, and obviously things evolve and things get things improve. But even with where Star Citizen is now with the music versus um, uh, the Old Republic Online, Old Republic Online, like it really just punches you right in the face. You know what I mean? Like there's no. It's not subtle. No, and not, at, of, not at all. Yeah, and one of the things that I really like, even in the current iteration, is is how subtle the music can be, and the fact that they're continuing to improve upon that um, makes the experience that much more, or that much better. It's not quite as it's really like I really noticed it, especially with playing Star Citizen for as long as I have now. To go back to that game, it's just like wow, it's it's. Um, very much in your face, whereas Star Citizen does a much better job of of cultivating an atmosphere and and rolling into that music um, smoother. The best example I've always found for that sort of thing is the the Elder Scrolls games, Morrowind, Skyrim, Oblivion. They do a great job of the music being like there, but not overpowering you. Not like I said, unless there's a moment like you're killing a dragon and the 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 Nord. Uh, gods are singing in your ear because you're being epic, but usually if you're just walking from <laughs> town to town, like it's not it's not you know screaming in your face. It's sort of like there to help set the tone for what's going on. You can't you can't be epic walking town to town. I suppose you could, but it would get tiring after a while. Stuff, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Boldly running away, away, <laughs> boldly running away. I, I can listen to the same you know epic uh, chorus chants while I'm picking you know berries and catching butterflies for my alchemy potions mm. doing it like a boss yeah <laughs> and speaking of bosses uh, in the live stream event we got the masters of flight and they explained to us what they were doing there and kind of back to what we were saying just a second ago Jimmy uh, that this is the first pass at putting some ship customization in engine uh, so uh, we will be able to uh, make our uh, Drake Heralds look like funny cars or um, uh, make our, uh, our freelancers look like Millennium Falcons or make our Auroras look like Priuses. <laughs> like a taco truck. I love my Prius. Um, and so anyway, um, uh, right, the here and now, so what we're getting uh, f- um, out of uh, this process is the special themed paint jobs with added lore and custom loadout specific to a particular type of play style. So that's pretty cool. Um, then we got into them ships because it was an anniversary live stream. And, you know, the theme of the live stream is the ship pipeline. So first in, I guess it would be into the pipeline, or I guess out of the pipeline. First out of the pipeline was that Caterpillar. It's, um, uh, Ben let us know that it was one of the first additional ships committed to after the original five promise ships uh, were uh, locked down in the original uh, 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 
campaign, fundraising campaign. Um, the Caterpillar is highly modular, longer than a Starfare. Um, it's the biggest ship done yet in the Los Angeles studio. Visually amazing in this presentation. Um, mine is not going to be red, but um, I thought that this was the, um, uh, the, the highest fidelity uh, presentation of this ship that we've seen, uh, at least in, in its entirety. I think previously we saw some, some real high-def uh, shots of the um, interior, but we didn't get to see the entire ship the same way that we got to see it uh, um, in, this, uh, in this presentation. And uh, I'm excited because I, you know, my Endeavor is my my big big ship, and but I'm I'm thinking that it's only going to come out during a specific set of gameplay circumstances. So if I had to guess, I'd say uh, my Caterpillar will be the uh, the big ship that I use most uh, in day to day play. And I know Jimmy, you've got one. So um, do you envision it being a ship that you go to a lot, or is it going to be something that you save for very special occasions? I'm not really sure yet. Um, there's part of me that feels like, you know, what will the caterpillar, pillar, wow, what will the caterpillar whew, be Put like? Put the miso down, sir. Exactly. Um, how, how will that ship handle and how viable will the ship be without two or three of the modules um, and using it as a slightly smaller but maybe more maneuverable and more rugged, rugged transport hauler? And then, of course, if you've got the bigger jobs and you add additional modules for additional cargo. So I don't know if it's going to be a daily driver. It really depends on what they do with the cargo system. It really depends on what they do with um, with the smuggling system. Uh, you know, is it going to be one of those things where, you know, you, you haul a whole bunch of cargo and you have one or two crates with highly illegal items and basically all the cargo that you're hauling is, is kind of a mask for the, the two or three illegal things that you're hauling? You know, or am I going to use my freelancer more and and really just specialize in moving illicit cargo from point A to point B under the radar? Smaller ship, smaller signature. So it really depends on what they do with the contraband system. It really depends on what they do with the smuggling system. Um, or, I'm sorry, with the cargo system. But either way, oh, it is such a beautiful ship, and I'm really excited to... Um, it's, it's the ship that I feel like I could potentially live on. And mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, it might be, you know, my dream, honestly, my dream at the end of the day is to just live on one ship and explore the verse and move cargo along the way. Um, this seems like that ship can potentially hit that note. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it sure was pretty, wasn't it? Yeah, it looked spectacular. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, next up, we got the 85X. We've got a, a, a day butt of it. Um, and it's the 890 Jump uh, Snub Ship. I guess it's a snub ship. It's not a fighter, right? It doesn't, I don't think it has any weaponry. It's a runabout. Yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it well, know, falls in the runabout. Yeah, you might okay. be able to throw like some tier ones on there just to kind of, you know, scare somebody away. But yeah, it's definitely not a, a combat ship. Although they did say, did you guys catch uh, that they did say it would have a quantum drive? That's pretty impressive. I missed that. Yeah, I saw that. I can't remember. I I can't quote my source. I know it was on Reddit. Take that as you will. So I do believe that they were. Someone saw there was a quantum drive, and maybe on the ship stats. Maybe that's where they pulled it from. Interesting. But uh, that would be yeah, because that that'd be the first snub that has quantum drive, which doesn't really make it a snub then. No, it's something different. Yeah, I don't know what that would be. Anyway, so that that was interesting. Well, if you're fancy like that, if you're fancy enough to be flying one of those, you, you deserve a quantum. You know, you deserve one. You do. You know? Yeah, yeah. You have a ride. It's kind of like when you have 500 horsepower in a Cadillac. Why? You know? Why do it? Just because, because you can. Because life life happens between stoplights. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, available to buy with LTI, only 50 American dollars. So um, it's sleek, it's smooth. It's intended to remind of a high-end BMW automobile or something like that. And I know that Lacondi in our group picked one up. Did anybody else uh, grab one? No, it, it does remind me of, of like a BMW M5. I did not know. No, I did not. It doesn't really fit my my uh, my, my persona. No, yeah. I'm as, not fancy. As a, as a combat person, I'm not sure I want to dogfight <clears throat> in that much style. <laughs> well, um, anyway, it's 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 out there. It's available. People have been looking forward to it. So there you have it. Uh, next up, we got the Drake Herald. It's uh, as we all know, the info and data running ship featuring extra beefy engines up in the rear. I'm naming mine the Kardashian. Why? Oh. <laughs> I wow, got that. really, Ace? Really? Really? You had to think about that one? Just for a moment. That's bad. <laughs> you snorted. I think I broke the leap. You know what? I think you're more proud of it today than you were three days ago when you came up with it and told us all. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's true. <laughs> they, it's like a fine wine. It is. Oh, oh, is that the way that works? Oh, that's the way it, it works. It ages okay. well. All right. <laughs> Just wait until I tell it again. Yeah. Um, we've seen or heard most of the stuff shown before, I think. Uh, Jimmy, I didn't see anything new um, uh, in the presentation uh, that uh, went, oh, I didn't know that. Um, but they did keep showing it, both here and in the demos, being used as a racer, which I do think is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag Space uh, <laughs> Good, good luck with that. Um, and uh, it's uh, and who's the who's the designer guy? The guy that's usually wearing a beanie and a hoodie. Um, I can't remember his name, uh, but he's the one that's been working on the Drake ships. Um, anyway, he uh, he talked about it a little bit more, and he said, you know, this is not an offensive ship, and um, it should, but it should be good at getting you away from danger should you find yourself all up in it. So, um, uh, I which I like because I'm not an offensive guy. I'm. Um, is it an offensive <laughs> ship? Does it not offend my tastes? I am. I'm a scaredy. I'm a scaredy cat, and so I like to get in my ship and run away really fast. So there you go. Now, did you you have a herald, right, Gleep? I do. What do you What are your plans is it is it exploration that you're leaning towards oh right for i mean i i have ships for for periods of time and then i fall out of love with them and i cast them aside like so, it's so much uh, it's, it's emotional it's uh, baggage soon to be melted is what you're saying i don't know I, i'm looking forward to racing it i want to race it and also i just want to see how how fast it goes zoom 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 yeah, yeah so we'll see um, and then, uh, then we get uh, the Cutlass, the Drake Cutlass, um, and uh, and I got kind of it's not that's not Josh Coons, is it? Yeah, is that Josh Coons? Yeah, I believe it is. Okay, so uh, then uh, Josh told us uh, that everything is different about the Cutlass, and boy, howdy, he weren't kidding. Um, and surprise, surprise, it's going to be bigger, it's especially in the hind end. I'm naming mine the Kardashian <laughs> again. Again. Really? Well, I mean, two ships named the Kardashian. So you got. So which one's Chloe and which one's Kim? That's right. I name-checked the Kardashians. Wow. That's impressive. That did is you plan for this, or did you just know that offhand? Offhand. Wow. And you didn't get the joke at first? I, you, you lost me here, kid. You lost me. <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> but Cutlass, I mean... That, Mark, you, you got you got, you got got excitements about it. I oh, jeez. What happened? Jimmy, I got your cold. I got your frog up here. Oh, jeez. You're passing the frog. I'm yeah, passing the frog around. The, uh, the side-loading <laughs> doors, fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. The sliding doors, great. Uh, the back end big enough to fit a uh, 
a um, dragonfly. Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, just the overall look looks a little sleeker, but still kind of keeps that same, you know, cutlass. You know, it keeps the same. You know, it's a cutlass, but it looks like it's had an overhaul. It looks in like a good in a good way. So definitely a bigger ship. Hopefully, uh, that'll make for some. I, I, my, yeah, my thought is uh, use that as my kind of daily driver. That's what I'm thinking. And then with my mm-hmm. later purchase, we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, um, you know, I figured it's got you know it's got enough cargo space. Hopefully, it looks like the cargo space will probably be increased due to the size increase. I'm, I'm guessing. I can only assume that that'll go up. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's got that versatility, being able to do a lot of a lot of different things. So I feel like that's going to be the one that I'm wandering around in the most. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny you should mention that because um, after seeing the redesign for the Cutlass. Um, I had the same thought was, well, I wonder if the cargo space is going to be comparable to the Lancer. And if the answer is yes, then I may be a Drake. uh, uh, I may be a Drake fanboy through and through at that point. Yeah, it's just got, I mean, I just, I have a special place in my heart for the Cutlass. I don't know why. It was the first ship I got and it just really, really speaks to me. I really, really like that ship. So the fact that they upgraded it in a way that uh, makes it even more... Uh, available to me in different in different uh, gameplay terms, I think should uh, you know should really uh, should really add add some value. So I'll definitely be unmelting my Cutlass Black package at some point. Did they mention at any point um, when we would be expecting to see this revamped Cutlass? Uh, the I, I know it was. It's in the roadmap. Yeah, it's not in a quote, but I believe it was. Uh, it is nearly done, but take that for what you will. I mean, it looked like I it was in a gray box state. So three point one, I think, is is when it was planned in the roadmap. But I could be wrong. Yeah, on but they're that. kind of bouncing things around a little bit. I mean, they're 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 getting things out quicker than they had pre, than they had planned for. It looks like so. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I would I would prefer a three point oh. I would prefer a two point six. I'll take a three point oh. You know, yeah. we'll take what we get and we'll like it. Indeed, it's true. And we'll go back and ask for more. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited because I have a red, and I'm excited for uh, the uh, the wider rear rear deck, um, just because I think that that's going to be be more effective uh, for search and rescue. Oh, for than sure. Ha- having sort of the the narrow the narrow uh, 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 is that a gantry Ga- gantry gangway? Um, Not really gangway. Gangway, either. gangway. That's what. Yeah. Hatch. Yeah. Really nor- thing. Narrow hatch. Thing. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Excited about that. Looking forward to it too. So, um, next we got a uh, update on the Spectrum, uh, the Spectrum report. Uh, so Benoit from Turbulent answers some questions taken from the RSI forums. Um, I only paid a little bit of attention to this. Did you guys get anything out of that, or uh, not really? Uh, yeah, it was it was kind yeah. of a quick segment. Um, I did pick up a few little, little tidbits that essentially amounted to. Uh, it's being worked on, and they're going to release it to the Evocati like they do the normal stuff first to kind of let them fill in uh-huh. things and see if things work, and then from there, uh, then they'll expand it out. Okay, yeah. okay, that that's good to know. Yeah. And now we come to the Mad Cow segment of the presentation. The Asperia Prowler. So we started out with the hand-drawn art contest, and I thought the macaroni art guy should have won just for you know for the, the concept. I'm glad he came. That in, that I'm glad he came in uh, one of the top. Or what was it? One of the runners up, though. He's one of the five. Yeah, he was up. one of the five. Yeah, so yeah. All five you know runners what? up. He got a prowler. Good on he you. did. He he did. Um, the grand prize winner got a prowler and a Polaris. So all the ships that start with P. Oh, look at that! Wait, yeah. doesn't the prospector? 
All the ships that start with P except for the Prospector. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but now and now Ace, we were talking last week about uh, the Halo Prowler. Doesn't didn't the uh, did you notice the uh, the winner of the hand drawn art contest? I thought it looked very reminiscent of the Halo I'm Prowler. Not supr- and I'm not surprised. Like, hmm. like that's when, when I think of the Prowler it comes to mind. Although I will admit the new one certainly stirs up different emotions. Very fancy looking. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Nell from uh, Battle. Uh, what was it? Uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Mm. Ooh, Nobody. Don't, don't believe I've Is that seen an anime. That. Okay, so Battle Beyond the Stars was a '70s made-for-TV movie, um, and it had a ship called Nell that was a bit more inappropriate in its design aesthetic. Um, (laughs) I I, I don't really know how else to say it, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and link an image so that you gentlemen get an idea of what I mean by that. Wait, is this one where we're saying the ship had boobs? Is that that one? Yes, it's the ship that has boobs. I was going to say, I I saw things floating around on Reddit, didn't quite get it. And I rhymed too, by the way, in case you didn't notice Uh that. When did this movie come out? Uh, late seventies, early eighties. Hmm. Love the made-for-TV movies. Oh yeah, look at that! <laughs> wow. Yeah, this that, movie uh, was clearly made in the shadow of Star Wars. It was. It was made in the shadow of Star Wars, um, and I'm gonna assume fueled by lots of illicit substances. Uh, the the ship is woefully inappropriate, um, but uh, you know, take away the um, the shapely underbelly of the ship and uh, it looks very similar to the Prowler hmm. I didn't get the link oh I didn't send the link I didn't... hold on well then how did they say that oh yeah I'm watching the trailer oh. I'm watching the actual trailer and it is who boy that's rough who boy that's rough <laughs> there you go that's there all you, you need there you go that's a uh, that's a model from the uh, from the movie <laughs> <laughs> that is actually what that ship looked like in yep. the movie. Oh dear! I don't know what the problem oh is with that. That looks like oh, it's you know all kinds sexy, of things are inappropriate. Sexy ship. Yep, that's a good looking ship. I gotta say, with the title like "Battle Beyond the Stars," it does sound like something incredibly seventies. Uh, true. Oh, totally. There you go. There's a, an actual screen cap from the uh, from the movie, starring Richard Thomas and George Pappard. George Pappard. Everybody loves George Pappard. Who doesn't love George Prowler? It's true. So Prowler, gentlemen. Yes, Mark, please. Getting bring us back. back to the Prowler. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> they showed the first picture of it, and I immediately squeed and look at them. You know, I think I'm pretty sure I sent uh, immediately sent texts to everybody how amazing it was. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's a mean-looking ship. What did you think of... Um, I thought this was really cool, even though it didn't seem like they really knew what their intended purpose was, but the the feathers, if you will, that, mm-hmm. that kind of come down from behind, they seem like really good points to, to hide behind for cover, no? They talk about that during the Yeah, and that's what we put out. Yeah, and you'll actually see that in one of the pictures, they actually use that and kind of show what it would do. And, yeah, I mean, in terms of if you've got guys on the side of you, it makes sense on that side, you know, in terms of like, you know, setting up, you know, a uh, you know, defensive position or something like that. To be honest, depending on how the shields and the, the armor of that ship work uh, and how robust they are, if it's, uh, you know, if it's an armored personnel carrier, which is kind of what they're going for, it should be relatively robust. 
So you know, if that's the case, yeah, I mean, it totally use that for cover, um, and you kind of make that. You know, it gives you kind of like a um, an immediately defend. You know, in a a defensive position with which to kind of like you know, you know kind of get yourself set up and then, and then uh, you know step out. You know, and actually you know, do whatever you're trying to do. Um, so yeah, no, that's not a bad thing. I think it looks. I cool. considered picking yeah. one up yeah. uh, because I I it's no secret to those of us who played. Uh, planet side with me i love flying the valkyrie which is very clearly a a troop excuse me a troop transport um but i'm still holding out for the hoplite so Mm -hmm. yeah that's the other one i thought looked like a possibility but yeah no this one the the, the interesting thing about this is it's got the uh what they call the grav plates or whatever on it so yeah, the way they're and working, the, uh, grav sliding, plates, the sliding energy doors. Well, the interesting thing is though is that the grav plates, if it if they work like the dragonfly do, you actually switch into a ground mode. So oh, interesting. The question is, if you're running grav grav plates, can you literally just? I mean, do you switch into a ground mode where you're literally hugging the ground the entire you know as you're going along and then pushing yourself at the speed of those thrusters in the back will go. So if that's the case, then you don't really have to worry about running into anything, and you're just you're 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 moving. Um, yeah, and the, the personal shields were cool on the doors. Um, the uh, uh, you know, the, the kind of the swept wing back and you know, that hunched kind of vulture look or whatever it would be, which is, is cool. Um, overall, though, uh, one thing, you know, oh, actually, you have that done there. Well, I'll talk about it now anyway. Um, they sort of as a boarding craft, right? Right, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't. A boarding craft of that size. Now, given we've seen the way the Bangle looks now, so we can kind of get a feel for what they're really talking about and how big those would be. Uh, yeah, you could board a Bangle with something like that. It's going to be a lot harder to, to get that thing situated on anything else, though, uh, just because it's so wide. It's got those big, those big uh, wings, and you know, and how it sits down. When well, they fold, those wings fold down. I mean, you basically take up a giant box. Yeah, it's a big ship when you look at it, and it's tall. So normally, if mm-hmm. you're going to get into something small, you know, get, in, get into some trouble, really, you know, attach onto a ship, you want something that has a relatively low cross-section and tends to kind of hide into things. You're not hiding that thing at all. No. Um, however, having said that, uh, you know, they did, they did kind of uh, sell it as a stealth ship that's got some, um, you know, whatever, some, some uh, you know, stealth properties to it. So there might be some, you know, some validity in that. Uh, one very very cool thing. Who likes that one way uh, one way one cockpit, cockpit glass? Yes, yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah, very that's cool. pretty amazing. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, super cool there. You're, you're right. You need some like asthma medication. Yeah, or something? Asthma medication. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, other than that, um, looks good. Mark, I am your father. And <laughs> apparently, he's my father. I did not know that. Wow, asthma and it's a very special. It's a very dad. special episode of TGWS <laughs> wherein Mark learns that Gleepus is a secret father. Is it mm-hmm. Mark? You were supposed. You were supposed to say no. That's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> no. Right about the next Mark. Mark. Mark, Mark Hamill. Mark Madcap. Well, just, just amazing. your hand. Just your hand. It's, well, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Love. It's, it's tough. It's more than a hand. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> that was it, it, that was easily mid. Uh, Mid wrist, mid forearm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Other than that, you got one. Yeah, you got, got one. one. Fantastic. You got one. Holds. What, you melted everything you owned to get it. Yeah, I did. I did. I melted wow, it. you went all. What in. do you have? What do you have yeah. left? Uh, that. 
Wow. Yeah. That's I awesome. found it. I melted everything. Right. Used okay. my Centurion uh, 10% discount thing. Did some other stuff. Uh, I was able to get it by melting. Well, essentially everything. I think I paid 20 bucks. So wow. okay. very, very happy. However, it does leave me without a daily driver. And that's where I think I, I will go back uh, later on. I'll, I'm going to melt the or unmelt my Cutlass Black package uh, as well. So I'll do that at some point as well. But yeah. Well, welcome to Team Melts a lot. Yeah, right now. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like. Mm hmm. <laughs> I melt oh. a lot and I cannot deny. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to the corner. Yeah, back to the miso. Um, all right, well, that's excellent. And uh, it was not at all what I expected to see. No. You know, aesthetically, no, not at all. Either. So, oh, I really had no idea, honestly. Really good. But you know what? That image we were talking about last time of the, the city and everything, I think it fits in really well with that. True. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and speaking of Tavarans, let's talk Tavarin, shall we? According to Bed Lesnick, it's Tavarin Sanity. Wow. wow. Stop it, Ben. I love he nailed him. I have no problem I, with that. I, I just, I just <laughs> want to sit. I want to sit on his lap and have him tell me puns. Oh my. So uh, Ben and Chris and Josh Herman, the character artist guy, and Dave Haddock, the lore god, uh, talked to Varn, and it was lovely. So uh, definitely go check that out if you're you're into that. But um, a couple of the highlights I thought were that we learned that the Prowler is reminiscent of a time when the Tavaran were a proud warrior race, and um, uh, you know I. I did. There wasn't much else that I, I sort of grabbed. This. Oh yeah, I, I feel like I, I want to share that with people. How much uh, do you but, know about the Tavaran personally? Because I've I've read a little bit about about their history. Because they're a species that has basically been subsumed into the UEE. Right. No, I I, I have not. I am I am blissfully ignorant of the Tavarans. Um, but uh, and I we've talked before. Maybe it was just Jimmy and I were talking on a previous. Um, first cast before is i can't i can't retain this kind of stuff until i actually have something to hook it to in in game ah. so chris had talked oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no, no, no yeah go ahead i was just gonna say chris talked a little bit about you know the, the parallels between um ancient rome and, and a conquered people like the like the Vithagoths, um you know um and, and how they're kind of assimilated into the society and the Tavarn are very similar in that respect. Um, they were beaten not once but twice and lost their home world. And so they've kind of been assimilated into the UEE. Um, and I think, as a matter of fact, and I, I've, I missed this bit of lore recently, but I think they said that um, that th- there has recently been a Tavarn senator, the first ever elected to, yep. um, to the UEE government. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yes, yes. I, I look forward to learning more about them when I have some way to hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and from what I said, the Prowler, the Prowler is a reproduction model of basically a wartime Devaran ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did get an image of what they look like because that had been a question. We had yeah. no idea. Yeah, they're the I only think there ones were... besides those and the random one that's between what uh, the... Gian and Vandal or something like that. Yeah, space yeah. Space Turtle Gian and yeah. the Vandal. Yeah. So right. But yeah, I think uh, you know. I'll be honest. I'm not a big Eastern culture buff. I don't really typically like that that style. But um, I know they pull kind of heavily from that to some extent. But uh, I like these guys. I like the way they look. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't really mind it. Having they look seen like the Halo image, villains. Having seen the image, uh, they scream elites to me. 
Yeah, Russell's going to say. Really yeah. They have they there, have the uh, the backward knees, the militaristic armor, the coloring. Certainly, veteran and minor elite colors. The the like the like uh, Robin's egg blue and like maroon red is the same color you'd see on elites in Halo, and the, the sort of like long fingered three clawed hands. I mean, you put a pair of mandibles on that guy, and he looks like an elite from Halo to me. Hmm. The, the 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 feet aren't as pronounced. I mean, the elites had yeah. giant. You know, I think it uh, may have taken some cues from it. I don't know if yeah. I go so far as to say it looks like an elite, but I think yeah. I mean, you know, I can see some of that. Yeah, it may defend the armor as well. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what they look like underneath the armor. I mean, you can right. kind of get kind of get an impression uh, to some degree. I mean, you get a good idea of of what that race is going to look like when they're in game. But what do they look like stripped of all that armor? I'd like to just see. Um, their face. They yeah. were probably hunky. pretty from. They, they look hunky. Yeah. Well, they, they look kind of like svelte and fast to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. mine too. They were supposed to. They said they took kind of some cues from uh, from turtles. Interesting. Yeah. And if you look I at mean, the heads, it does kind of. Look, you, know, you start paying attention. Kind yeah. of like a tortoise head, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Head, it it does absolutely have a bit of a little. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. With the with the real flat face, because if you look at the armor, the the very f- where where a nose. And a mouth would be is it looks to be open and that's very flat. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I thought that's a you know because they're they are relatively exactly right. They're rel- relatively lithe looking otherwise. Right. Yeah. Take I, that, I figured yeah. f- as far as the lore was concerned, the sort of impression I got from them was that they were ferociously uh, aggressive and good at ground combat, but because of the technological technological disparity between them and the UEE. Uh, they sort of had the opposite issue as with the Covenant. They were they were never able to put up a as much of a good defense against spaceborne defenses. Hmm. Well, um, questions have been answered. We know what the Prowler looks like. We know what Tavarans kind of look like. So, I feel smarter. And you look at too. I do too. <laughs> right. Okay, and so then the, back to the live stream, uh, we got uh, the EAI finals, the Electronic Access Invitational Finals, uh, Team Anvil versus Team Aegis. And there were three events, one dogfight, one Murray Cup race, and then three rounds of Star Marine Control Point. Yes, we did get some Star Marine. So, uh, guys, um, what do you say we watch a short video of the... Um, Star Marine. Now, this is not actually play from the Invitational. This is instead sort of the press version that they put out afterwards. But I think that it shows the mechanics uh, that uh, we've all been wondering about for a while now. And Mark and uh, Ace, I would be interested to get your your guys' uh, FPS uh, opinion on uh, what how this looks to you relative to expectations and. Uh, um, what you hope to see um, adjusted uh, in the future. Although, I, obviously, we haven't had a chance to play it yet, but um, I think that um, uh, we definitely have a, a, a thousand percent more information than we did uh, prior to Friday's uh, presentation. Sure. Yeah. So, right. gonna... so is everybody... everybody uh, now, this is the Star Citizen... Uh, if you go to the YouTubes, those of you uh, uh, playing at home, uh, and search on the Star Citizen channel, uh, Star Citizen full colon... <laughs> Star Marine Preview, um, it's four minutes and uh, 27 seconds long, and if you queue up to the five-second mark, uh, we'll all hit play at the same time and uh, watch it together. Everybody uh, here in studio, please do turn the sound down so we uh, minimize the bleed-through onto the recording. 
Um, and if those of you at home don't want to uh, play along, it's only four and a half minutes, and so just hang tight. This won't take us but a sec. Or, or four minutes. Four and, and a half minutes. 22 seconds. Of a quick. Second. I, I changed my unit of measure from sec to quick. Oh, okay. What a hot minute. I always like those. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm good. All right. Okay, guys on the uh, the white triangle in three, two, one, go. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a bloodbath. It's right. a bloodbath. Who pauses dying. right before they go? Come on now. Oh, and they're going to do it, too. Okay. So there we go. You can see in, that yes. uh, the, the, the updated HUD sort of miniaturized. Sure, watch the guy's yes. side yeah. strafing. It looks actually relatively decent. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, for those who, who watched the actual live stream, uh, this w- had a bunch of audio of people yelling over each other, uh, which made it a little bit more difficult to hear. I'm glad that now we have the... Okay. Uh, so we're able to shoot through glass now, yep. which is different. Yeah, yeah they said they that. had the breakable glass was in there. It was their first iteration of it. So don't get too worried about it. If you don't like it, it's their first iteration. What do we think about this But arm? it allows you to easily yeah, EVA arm. out of the room, though. Delightful blood spatter, I might add. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, was there blood? I have noticed. Yeah, yeah there was a guy. Oh, he shot him in the head. There's also some, there goes some healing. There's some blood Ooh, on the floor right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also worth pointing out that when the glass gets shot out, the audio changes, and you get that muffled, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, decompressed gun noise as opposed to mm-hmm. the pop and snap of pressurized gun, gun sounds. All right, I need to watch this guy take one in the head so I can see the blood. Okay, now here we got uh, somebody uh, hacking one of the control stations. He's carrying the shotgun. Carrying the shotgun. The nice thing is that they have like a basically a territory setup. I mean, yeah. having yeah. a functional all, game all mode point. is a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know it's your standard yeah you know, control point. I mean, there's I don't think there's anything special about the game mode per se. No. What do you mm-hmm. what do you think of um what if what do you think of the actual gameplay, Mark? Um, you know, actually, I've been following the Reddit too uh, about this. Uh, the time to kill is pretty high to me. It seems yeah, having it come is. from armor and whatnot. But having said that. Uh, some of the devs actually got on uh, and responded to some of those on the forums saying that, you know, this is all medium armor. So medium armor, mm. you should be able to take uh, you know, a little under half a dozen shots to the chest and live, depending on the weapon. You know, that's wow, what half a dozen. Yeah, so and then they're planning on the, you know, the heavy armor being a little bit more, light armor being significantly less than no armor Boy, being... Boy, the heavy armor, you probably have to focus not. down with a couple of people then. Yeah, I yeah. would think so. Well, you Which just got to be careful, sense. but they're planning on balancing it with other things too. So kind of keep that in mind. Uh, some people have commented that energy weapons seem a little light in terms of damage, uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason. So I'm sure they'll dial those in. I'm not too worried about that. Uh, in terms of the gameplay otherwise, uh, you'll note... Actually, we're just at a part right now. You'll see the guy trying to uh, kind of kind of get in the corner and use the cornering techniques. Uh, you'll see him pop out when he... Um, nice! Yeah, he does do a bit of popping out there. Uh, but you'll note there aren't... They're not attaching... The covering system doesn't appear to be working. The cover system... Yeah, there's right, no leads. Right, right, right. Yeah. And this is a very quick match. They're moving. Um, this is very much more of a... Running gun. Yeah, I hate yeah. to say, I hate to say, Call of Duty esque. There was a, there was a, right there a guy tried to get on the corner. So you can see they do have some of the cover mechanics in there. I'm kind of curious as to how the attachment's going to work for that. Mantling. Did you see the mantling? Yeah, I yep, saw looks that. Good. Very vaults over yeah, that. Yep, uh, yep, yep. And we got the the energy doors now too. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have the that tran- you can do that transition between uh, atmosphere and non atmosphere. So yeah. that's kind of nice. The only thing I will say is there seems to be you know, there, there is a point in which you want to move quick and get things done, but. Um, Right now, this is Notice definitely Notice that there geared, was no camping uh, either. 
There's what? Something I noticed. There's no camping. No one's no one camped yeah. these uh, these these points. Well, more than likely, they told them not to, just yeah. because it, it makes yeah, for a more totally. exciting game, uh, or at least in terms of the uh, playing. You know, watching people. They don't want to see someone sitting there for five minutes waiting to camp a spot. Well, and I think the, the flip side with um, death penalties in the actual persistent universe, I think that will instinctually slow down combat when, you know, the difference between Star Marine Ooh. versus persistent universe combat. Yeah, and I yeah. think you're absolutely right. I think that will significantly. Uh, but, it, you know, smooth. That shotgun. Yeah, when, when the death penalty is high enough, people will, will take a lot more time doing things. Yeah, totally. Yep. Some fall damage right there. Yeah, it didn't it look like much, got, though. You really it, fell away. No. It seems like, you know, with Star Marine, you've got the ability to kind of run and gun and train and and, and really just have fun with, with zero recourse, you know. Yep. Um, and, but using that as training for the persistent universe where you're not going to be quite so run and gunny, but you're still going to be able to apply the same techniques that you've learned or utilized in Star Marine. I think... but. The Star Marine system is going to be more along the lines of a "Hey, get used to the mechanics." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's you know, it's just like you know, it, it, it'd be just like playing uh, what, like maybe like a paintball versus actual, you know, war. You know, that type right. of thing, or something like that. You know, it's it, you're taking basically the same stuff, but you're using it in a different way. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the same idea. Well, the stakes are lower generally. Right, exactly, and it is. You're absolutely right. So there's a lot less uh, a lot less penalty to you know making a mistake or running around and just, you know, trying to kill a guy by, you know, you know, charge him and so forth and so on. It just, it develops different techniques, which right. is fun. I, I think though, I, I guess the, the, I think the point I'm trying to articulate is that it seems like the mechanics lend themselves nicely to both styles of gameplay. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, true. Uh, well, this is a simulation, right? This is kind of Correct. like arena commander is to the PU. But, so, the, I mean, but the, the, they need to get the mechanics dialed in so that, you have that gameplay in the PU. I mean, technically, you could run and gun an arm. I wouldn't advise it, but no, the can. mechanics and do allow you to do so. Yeah, and I think this is the way to look at it, and I think that's a good point. Um, Arena Commander, uh, you always see the people on, you know, like I said, on the Reddits, on the forums, wherever, complaining about how things aren't balanced, blah, blah, blah. Arena Commander, they were able to do this and that and the other thing, and you have to take it out of... They're taking the balancing out of context of the PU, of, of the mm-hmm. Persistent Universe. I think that's the thing you got to walk away from. Is this will be balanced? Star Marine will be balanced for Star Marine, right? The right. the PU stuff, the FPS stuff, the PU will be balanced so that it works well for the PU. Don't try to, to assume that those are going to be the exact same, right? They will make it work. If it feels a little run and gunny here, that's fine. That's the way the game mode is designed to do. It's you know the game mode is designed to make you do that. That's that's the way they do it. Keeps it mm-hmm. you know. And same thing with Star Marine or not Star Marine. Um, Arena Commander. They have a very small map. You have a bunch of ships. You know, it'll do a bunch of things like that. You know, it, it, it's designed for that you know, specific scenario. What they're learning from it, though, is how that stuff works. What happens if you do this? What happens if you do that? What happens if you add another weapon? How does the, how do those you know combine to make you know um, uh, you know you know is there any unfair advantage in certain things? Do things work at all? That type of stuff. So it's you know keep that in mind. Okay, it's not yeah. It's, this is not the PU. This is the Star Marine. Right. If you're right. if if you're in the Persistent Universe and you board an abandoned space station, you and your crew of four, and a squadron of pirates come chasing after you in heavy armor, run. Yes. Don't. <laughs> don't engage. <laughs> don't. Run. Don't expect the re- respawn machine to work too quickly. Hey, exactly. Run <laughs> away. 
Right, because I mean that's that's a glaring difference right there is the respawn in Star Marine. Yeah. You know, you you're not you know you're not bequeathing your uh, your uh, 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 assets to uh, your next generation. You're just basically poofing back up on the other side of the map. Yeah, exactly. And someone so. were talking. Some people were talking about you know there's no they didn't see any dragging of people. They didn't see any of the you know the death of the spaceman mechanics and whatnot. Once again, they, maybe yeah, it's not done yeah, yet. Not done yet. <laughs> Right, and also like, and what you were saying earlier, Mark. But correct me if I'm wrong. But um, the map that we and this is basically Korea yeah. is 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 what we were watching, uh, which we've been playing forever. Um, there, they, I'm guessing they can design some maps which will force more tactical gameplay, sure. uh, a slower, more deliberate gameplay, uh, game play um, uh, in the future. So um, I don't think. This is a, a a comprehensive representation of what Arena Command or what Star Marine is going to be. I think this is just a demonstration of the um, uh, the current state of uh, uh, visual fidelity and uh, an introduction to some of the gameplay mechanics. Yep, and that's the way to look at. It. You know, they're just trying to different mechanics out. They're learning through it. You know, everyone, well, a lot of people probably don't. Arena Commander when it first came out was nothing like Arena Commander is now. Yep, right. Same thing will be for Star Marine. Uh, they have a little more, I would argue there is a lot more on the line with Star Marine, though, which I'm sure has to do with the delays. Uh, mm-hmm. People that play in FPS are going to play it once, and if it's not something they like, they're not going to wait and come back again. Right. So right. you have to nail it the first time. Now, given, okay, it's an alpha, blah, blah, blah. Well, the problem is they have free fly weekends. They have free things where they're allowing people to come in. The FPS market is huge. Mm-hmm. So they do have a. Unfortunately, if they don't nail it, it will be bad. Yeah, well, and, and, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm taking away from it. I have um, to wonder. I have to wonder how much, um, how much of Ilphonic's iteration they actually used. I mean, in none. hindsight, it, in hindsight, like it any. seems. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like that was a um, that was not a successful partnership, and it seems like. Um, they basically rewrote everything from the ground up uh, for whatever reason. I, if I had to guess, Chris probably thought it was too gamey. Well, no, I think you well, said I, that. No, I, I heard a telling about this, yeah. too, that they, they, they got um, the uh, Crisis Engine developers, you know, and it was, it was, it was kind of like they had the, Ilf, the stuff they had received from Ilphonic, but then they got, you know, uh, uh, CryEngine developers, the guys that wrote CryEngine, and it's like, we can do so much more, you know, so. Yeah, it um, doesn't seem like the, maybe aside from some of the weapon designs, they didn't, they have not kept anything. Yeah. And, and that, who knows the reason why, but. It, we don't know. We yeah, don't. We don't know. No. It, it really is we, not important. We really don't. Really, this is not a, we, we are not credible sources yeah. of any kind of information. Except opinions. I have a credible source of my opinion. A speculation. Yeah. If you'd like to quote me, I'll be happy to tell you that that was my opinion. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, um, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Uh, makes me want to play it. So yeah. I think success. Yeah. No. Yeah. Win. As far as that goes, Absolutely. yeah, I totally play it. And I think you can Win. play that. Even that, you can play tactically. The maps may not be set up for it and whatnot, but uh, there's always a potential to do that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. With in this game, it seems like it, it, it should be reasonable enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Team Anvil won, so uh, uh, champ, champion Jared Huckabee, red leader, red leader, uh, red one, red one, one. <laughs> it's the inaugural uh, Electronic Access Invitational Final champion, so woohoo for them. 
Um, so that was pretty much the um, the end of the uh, the live stream event. Um, real quickly, I just wanted to go through the things that were missing because I, I think that you know we had some expectations going into it. Um, obviously, we did not get a Squadron Forty Two vertical slice. Um, uh, as we mentioned uh, in the uh, in the Arena Commander demos, we didn't see any new gameplay modes. Uh, we didn't see the Pirate Swarm. Um, we didn't see anything other than uh, Battle Royale, essentially. Um, or no, no, it wasn't Battle Royale. It was uh, what's this? What's the 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 two team mode in Arena Commander? What's that called? Don't know. Team. Don't help. Don't everybody help. jump Wait, the, in at once. The two team? You mean capture the core? No, no, no. When you're fighting two teams, one team against the other oh, in squadron battle. Squadron battle. Yeah. Hooray. Okay. Th- thank you. Sure. I never played um, Commander. Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> thought, thought maybe our squadron commander might know. Right, I know. Um, Ace, you need a ship uh, that I can fly a gun in, and then uh, Jimmy, you trust need a ship me, you do not, you do not want to be gunning in Star Citizen at the moment. It's well, they'll fix it eventually, or vice yeah. versa, one of two. I think you guys need to make sure you have ships that Gleep and I can sit in and shoot pew pew things hey. oh, comfortably. Absolutely, comfortably. My, uh, my vanguard's <laughs> got space. We got no new racetrack sneak peek. What's up with that? I mean, they've been talking about the Grim Hex racetrack for a long time. I mean, I thought, you know, for we got we saw old Vanderbilt. It's fine. I mean, I'm not complaining. This is this is where, you know, I'm just I'm just pointing no, out would, the stuff that occurred to me at the time. It would be nice to see um the the planned map for um for Crusader. Mhm. Um, in the Star Marine demo, um, though they were, I mentioned, they called it Damien, but it's actually Korea. Um, so, you know, overall, I give it an A minus, B plus, um, A minus for the quality of the visuals, and then a B plus for the content shown. And, yeah. A lot of, some neat stuff, but not a whole lot of new stuff shown beyond the, the fancy videos. Right. Um, and the, the, the intention of the event is the ship pipeline and um, basically making money. Well, they're, you know, they're, Revenue generation. I, I think you guys missed an important part of this, and it's not okay. They did, and, and this is the reason I bring it up. A, first off, I will agree. Squadron Forty Two missed it completely. You know, nothing there. However, uh, I didn't notice it wasn't there until it was over. Mm. Okay. So well, technically, we're not we're not finished yet. This this whole shenanigans doesn't stop until the twenty sixth. So right, and it's very possible they may have something. Shenanigans? I, yeah. Don't, I don't have a whole lot of hope that there will be, but. As far as the live stream went, you know, went through and given, don't get me wrong, I was obsessing over the Prowler and the first-person shooter, so maybe that has something to do with it too. But uh, I noticed afterward, you know, someone said, "Hey, there was no Squadron Forty Two, and I said, "Dot, there's right, there wasn't." I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but the important part I wanted to bring out is that uh, what we're missing is that they have, you know, it, what they have done is nailed that ship pipeline, and not just a little bit, not in a little way. I mean, they are crushing that pipeline they've really got that thing down to an art so they're flying through production of ships right now yes and that's yes. not a little thing so no. what no. absolutely yeah, that's true absolutely so what we can't no, that, take away from that is what they are doing and they even said that they are in asset production phase which means they mm-hmm. are cranking out assets like like fiends which is evidenced by all of these ships coming up now given okay mm-hmm. yeah a lot of them were old um, but there are a whole lot of new ships out there. I mean, you know, we went through the whole list of them, uh, and there's more mm-hmm. to come. In fact, they've moved a bunch of them from later dates. Now they're saying, hey, look, these are all going to be in 2.6. I think they have, what, four or five new ships coming in 2.6 now? 
as opposed to mm-hmm. Caterpillar of all things, yeah. which surprised mm-hmm. the crap out of me. Yes, yeah, so they're moving ships up. They're actually getting them done so quickly they're able to move them up. And they're only going to get faster as they get better and better and better at this. Because you got to remember, things yep. like the Prowler, they had no... Uh, um, it would have to be built by hand. Like yeah. Well, the thing is, they had no. Pieces. Yeah, they had no style guide for that. They had no. You know, they, they had no assets already in place for how to do stuff. Um, and they had six artists, I think, on that at one concept artists on it at once doing these things. If you look at it, they've already got it modeled out and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, and they said that they had to do that very quickly. So, and, and then you have uh, Josh Coons on the other hand. He's been working on what he got done with the Herald, and it seemed like you know the next day he had. I mean, it's been like a month. He's been working on the the. the uh, Cutlass or something like that. I think when, when mm-hmm. he started, he actually went on the Reddit and started asking people for stuff uh, for mm-hmm. ideas. I think that was about a month ago. So huge progress. Yeah. So he's moving. Yep. I mean, they are not messing around, and that's a big, big thing. That means you know, so you know, a lot of- everybody that's been saying, "Where's my ship?" You just go stand at the end of that pipe and you just peer on in there because it's coming real soon. Exactly. All right. Well, that well, thank you, Mark, for uh, for putting that positive uh, positive punctuation on uh, on uh, the. Uh, the assessment of the event. I like being an exclamation point. What can I say? You are. And as we said, it is, you know, uh, uh, ship sales was a prominent feature of the uh, event. And so we have nine days of excitement and savings. And it began with the Prowler. Um, the ships of 2.6, not 2.16, typo, typo. Um, and the Gladius Valiant, which was the Gladius variant. Um, on that was on Friday the 18th. Saturday the 19th uh, was RSI Day um, and Gladius Valiant. Uh, Sunday the 20th was the Drake Interplanetary and Gladius Valiant. We had three days of Gladius Valiants. My, my, my. Today we got Misk and the, all the Misk ships and the uh, Saber Comet. 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 Oh, oh, the Comet. Bless America. Really? It's going to be a comment now. From now you might, you it might, is a comment. It yeah. is the comment. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I was, um, uh, paint me a little disappointed because when the Misks went on sale, I was really hoping they were going to put the modules, the pods, if you will, uh, for my Endeavor on sale as well, um, individually. You could, you could get some of them as part of package deals, but you couldn't, you can't buy them individually. Hmm. So, um, that made me a little frowny faced. Um, tomorrow we are is going to be Anvil Aerospace Day, and also uh, more uh, um, selling of the Sabre Comet. Comet. When, Wednesday, um, Origin Jumpworks and the Avenger Titan Renegade. Now I'm, I I may uh, you know remember Space Santa coming up on two Christmases ago uh, brought me a uh, an Avenger Stalker, which has remained in my. Um, hangar ever since, and uh, I may uh, I may buff that out to the Renegade depending upon what the um, what the uh, the loadout looks like and just how much cash they want for that. Um, so looking forward to that. Then on Thursday, Thanksgiving for those of us in uh, the U.S. Exotic manufacturers and uh, more Avenger Titan. So I'm guessing that's going to be like the um, probably the Asperias uh, and stuff like that. That'll be the right. Who, who makes the um, who makes the uh, the stuff? The yeah, the blade and the the uh, glaives. Those are all those are all Asperia, I think. Yeah, are they, yeah, are they Asperia? All, yeah, if yeah, they Asperia are. specializes in in exotic ships. Yeah, I don't know who the Cartuol oh, okay. is. Who's that? Uh, Apopoa, which is a subset of uh, Misk. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. they're like the um, all the all GN version of that company. Okay, so eat yourself some turkey, have yourself some pie, and then buy yourself an exotic spaceship. 
it's what's for dinner. Friday on the uh, on Black Friday, the twenty fifth, uh, Aegis Dynamics and the Hornet Wildfire. Um, so that's going to be available on Friday, the twenty fifth, and then on Saturday, the twenty sixth, the sale ends. Day nine, it's the Grand Finale, and uh, no description on what that means, but. I'm sure we'll all be tuning in to check it out. So one more thing before we go. While the live stream was going on, I received a letter in my mailbox, um, my virtual, my electronic mailbox. A letter from the chairman got dropped. Um, and uh, this was um, uh, a letter from uh, Chris because he is the chairman. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, and uh, in it, he discussed uh, um, kind of what's going on with the project right now and where we are in, uh, in development. And uh, basically, everybody, go, go check it out. Um, but I, I thought that the takeaways from it um, were that um, creating a, a reiteration that creating a game like Star Citizen in an open development environment is, is not easy to do. This is, this, it's hard work. There's a lot of unknowns, uh, and they're doing the best they can. Um, and uh, the question of what, when, and how much information should be shared in this environment is basically a, a no-win proposition. He called it a, the, the Kobayashi Maru. Um, and he said, you know, really, you know, kind of uh, hearkening back to um, um, uh, War Games. Was it War Games? Is that what it was? was that God, why am I blanking on the Matthew Broderick War Games? Can we play a game? Um, was that War Games? Sure. Oh, for, oh, for Christ's sake, somebody help me here. We like watching. I like, 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 you know, like, like the way you fumble. Yeah, I like hearing you flounder. Floundering. War games. Um, so he said, basically, the only way to win is to not play, but that's not an option. So, anyway, CIG will now be making production schedule reports available to us on a weekly basis for Alpha 2.6. Um, and now this report, and there's a there's a link in the letter from the chairman to that, and so it's available on the website now. Now this report breaks down the component bits of 2.6 and reports on each individual feature and their respective statuses. Now I'm I'm curious, you know, is this going to help overall, or is this only going to give the haters more to complain about? I mean, do we really need this information, and will it be worth the price we all have to pay because of it? Um, Personally, you know, will I be, be paying attention to it? Yeah, boy, you betcha I will be. Would I, am I glad that I have it available to me? I'm not really sure. I mean, I, it's, I, I, I don't know because basically it's going to, um, they're going to be giving us, they're not calling them, you know, delivery dates, but they're giving their internal target delivery date to us and they're going to miss the vast majority of those you know so how is that going to get perceived by the community and at the end of the day is it going to bring the product to us any sooner i i don't i don't think that it will um and uh what, what, but what chris said is that if this initiative is well received then they will continue this process as we move on to the next milestone so that would be you know on to 3.0 so well, do, what do you guys think i do think it speaks to their um confidence uh, in, in their schedule at this point. I think Mark had mentioned it earlier, and I, I agree with him 100%, is that they're, they're in the asset um, generating phase of the game development, so we're going to start seeing things coming along quicker. And it does seem like they've gotten over a fair number of, of major blockers. I agree. I don't think that they're going to hit a, a lot of these internal um, markers, but you know, everyone that's backed the game, everybody that supports the game, 
we, we all know what we got involved with, and I think that it's nice to see this, and we all take it with a grain of salt. The haters are going to hate no matter what. If you give them this information, they're going to hate on you because they're going to say that the game is, is delayed based on this information. If you don't give them this information, then CIG is delayed for who knows what reason. So, like Chris had mentioned, Kobayashi Maru, there is no way to win. So this gives us an opportunity to kind of see what their roadmap is. We take it for a grain of salt, and the haters are going to hate no matter what anybody does. I think they're going to hate less without this. I don't know. Because they have less to hate about. I think they're going to hate just as much. Yeah, Yeah. they'll just move move the hate aside. Hate and hate. But one nice thing is is it does give the people, the people that have legitimate worries in the amount of, I mean, largely these are people that dumped a lot of money into the game, and they're sitting here wondering... What's Where going on, it? guys? Why don't you? I don't tell think us those are the loudest voices, though. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes people even haven't bought game, bought you know any of the game, or making yeah. you know making those calls. But regardless, for the most part, and this is mainly coming from Reddit because I hound that like a I don't know why I really don't like a hound. I, yeah, it really is truly like a hound. Um, but it, this is information I think that doesn't really lend itself to not making. Was timelines? I mean, he made it very clear that hey, look, this stuff does not take. These are aggressive because we want to try to push these people to get this stuff done. Mm -hmm. It will be pushed back. This is gonna happen. We cannot account for things like bugs, you know, you know, um, know, whatever different things like that. But here we have these are the things we are trying to get in here. This is what we have planned so far. This is the deadlines we're trying to meet. Mm -hmm. I am all for the for the extra bit of. Transparency that this brings. Uh, I, I I understand the way the system's set up, and I like that it that it is set. I will say that it, it is a bit of a vote of confidence for me, um, because the last time they did this, you know, whenever they get close to releasing a patch, they sometimes put out weekly reports or something like this. Like they, you may remember that when they were oh so close to releasing the dogfighting module, they had like week by week patches about like oh we're almost there, oh we're almost there, and then they finally released it and it came out. They've done that with two point and well they did with Star Marine and then it disappeared. Then it disappeared. Yes, that's true. Then that is the one big question mark is that Star Marine does sort of feel like the uh, the the uh, spear upon which they are been hoisted upon over and over again. That they you know they get close, something happens, it disappears. And then they get well, so Star Marine has not been canceled. I no, mean, you know ob- but obviously, the, but it just it, it's sort of been like the repeated issue that has like hounded them, and they've been trying to get it. I, I feel like this is the this is the time they finally get over that hump. Um, and I'm hopeful that that it turns out to be fantastic. But I, I do sort of feel like if they're Maybe they're they've got the smell of the barn in the nose, and they think that maybe they can. What I've never, never heard that. I've but never it's heard a, that. I apologize. It's an equestrian smell term. Of the barn. The, my my sister rode horses for a number of years, but basically what it means is that horses will run faster when they can smell the barn because it's closer. That so makes sense. I love it. So the, so I feel like they see the the they've got the barn in the nose. They see they see this deadline. They're like oh, we're we're getting there, and so the the sense of momentum is picking up. So like. We feel confident enough to put this out there in the hope that it will both incentivize us and create a positive feedback cycle that, you know, we're, well, we're getting there. Is, we're almost there. But. Yeah, the other thing, too, is, is they have all the features laid out for us right there. We can see everything yeah. they're putting in there. Yeah. As they get it done, we'll know it's getting done. Yep. There's I can't no- imagine they would do this. Because if they put this out there and and, and the, the the deadlines weren't even terribly close... 
I can imagine it being more dismaying than ha- than heartening. Yeah, well, you know, but that's just it. Then they can say, hey, look, here's what happened. Blockers. Blah. Yeah. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. We're working on okay, it. Okay, that's an excellent point. And the, what I think my concern about that is then you start uh, allocating resources to reporting on that. Yeah. In, instead of working on the project. Yeah, you've got people reporting on the problems that are reporting on the problems of the project. It's well, like eventually you need people focusing on the work and necessarily constantly reporting what's going on. Well, here's what you have to keep in mind, though. They have people that are, you know, uh, not uh, producers. Um, yeah, well, it's actually a production role. Their job is to, you know, report these things to Chris, to, you know, their, their heads of, uh, of the departments and whatnot. So you have people that are already summarizing this. What's going on? What's happening? What is it? How this happened? They do that as a normal part of their day. They have to to stay in sync with everyone. So everyone keeps you know on the same page. As they as they yeah, as they pass from one studio to another. Exactly. This yeah, is literally this is, just a. I mean, this is a high level grab it. You know. Oh look. You know. So and so put this out. We're gonna chop this off real quick. Send it to legal. Make sure it passes. Everything fine. Okay. We're good. I mean, it's not. Okay. This is not something that's taken away from developers doing things. This is something that the producers and the heads of departments and whatnot all are, are already getting. All they're doing is just distilling it and putting it in front of us. Yeah, not, and, that's not and taken away from game development. To play dev, devil's advocate against my own my own idiom, uh, there's that. <laughs> what is that uh, phrase? You know, it takes one woman nine months to make a baby, but you can't make nine women, you know, one month. It doesn't yeah. work that nine way. Women don't make a baby in one month. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so so I think I think you think you make a good point. Is they're not pulling people like who's like he's halfway in the middle of of making the the prowler. And it's just like pulled off his computer, be like, "All right, I need, you to, I need you to write up the monthly report." And while he's writing up the monthly report, the prowler's just sitting there unattended. Right. They've got people doing that work also. Yeah. Well, and if we go back to the nose full of barn analogy, I mean, <laughs> the that barn that that may work for where we are in the two point six release cycle. And what Chris said is, if this works well through two point six, then they'll continue it into the future. It's an entirely different proposition, an entirely different uh, um, uh, place in the process uh, for 3.0. Or Star Wars I mean, Squadron 42. Well, because so you maybe the finish line for 2.6 is, is within sight. There's you know a possibility of one or two little glitches between here and there. It may be safe to do this at this point, and then we're going to get through there without too many setbacks and um, uh, delays. But then once we go into into the the march to 3.0 what happens if every single week everything gets start keeps getting pushed back you start, well, you start seeing consistent slipping well the other pro- the other thing you have to keep in mind though is that they've been working on 3.0 in tandem they've you know they've you, we've talked about all the different things they've been doing with the, the planets with uh, the different um, uh, game mechanics being fleshed out things like that they're working on those things already and they've mm-hmm. been working on them uh, mm-hmm. I know Citizen you mentioned that as well. It's not, you know, once again, it's not the, hey, doing 2.6, now we're doing 3.0. It's, hey, let's, you know, 3.0 is the culmination what's, of a bunch of things they've right. been working on. What's ready for 2.6 versus what's ready for 3.0 is a right. bit fluid. Right, exactly. So while they have nailed down what they, what they they the features they intend to have, that doesn't, once again, it's not everyone. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, as they've said before, they will pull people from different departments, from different projects to work on something. If they're getting close, want to get it out the door. Okay. Okay. But. All, all I know is that 3.0 has a, a one sentence that just makes me squee. And it's the smuggling, I'm guessing? 
create buy sell system for illicit cargo. Hooray! You, I, I, you sound like like you read that and you're like, all right, I think I'm ready to go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So last 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 uh, um, uh, pessimistic point on this. So. What is the effect if it works in 2.6, they move on to 3.0, it doesn't work, and they have to pull it? They get burned, and then there's a little bit of drama, yeah. and then it, then it passes. Yeah, then they'll, yeah. then, then they'll then they're, they're, they're tightening up. Then they're, well, not, then they're being less transparent. Won't well, be the first time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, remember, what, remember when they were like, we're going to have a release every month? Yeah, yeah, they've gone through <laughs> the cycle before. No, no, but that's that's not that's not changing the transparency. That was a failure to hit deadlines. They didn't change the the information they were giving us. They this would be if they stop giving us these reports. If if it doesn't work for them to give us these reports and they stop, then that's that's a huge, you know, it rain, is a calculated risk. Now let, let me put it this way to you though. Mm-hmm. It won't Please. be because of them that they stop those reports. That they stop they stop giving us these these uh, scheduling right. issues. It right, won't be right. because of them. And it will be obvious that it's not them that's doing that, that that's the problem. If if the audience at large can't accept the they're showing us, hey, this is what game development is. If the community at large can't accept how game development works when they're shown behind the curtain, then that means the community is not ready to handle that. So, oh, the community is not ready. Not ready. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this. Well, I, I mean, think that's what they're doing. There's, you know, the community is the community has been saying we're ready, we're ready, we're ready. They're saying, you know, it's mom and dad saying, well, okay, well, we're going to leave you at home tonight alone. See how you do. And then never listen to the internet. The internet lies. Exactly. And I think then, I so. I think they'll be okay. I, um, I, I think, think if they're yeah, yeah, I think if they're being if they're genuinely being fully transparent and they're just putting their their internal reports up online, which I have no reason to doubt that they that they wouldn't. Oh yeah. Then there's not really. I mean, yeah, people are going to be frustrated that things are taking longer. But you know, you can always go back to the fact of yeah, okay, things are taking longer, but you know, you can see that these things have been pushed out as opposed to just sitting here waiting for where's two point six, where's my Star Marine, right? Where's my this? Where's my that? Well, go over and check the progress report, and you'll see that these things are are shifting goals that move, and some things will make it in the two point six, so we'll make it in the three point oh, so we'll make it in the three point one. So I think overall, I think it's a good thing. Um, I think that Chris is gambling that it will silence the haters to some extent and i think that as long as things don't get completely sideways like you know six months before we see 3.0 or eight months before we see 3.0 then i think this will work for them okay well i i hope you're right i hope you're right uh the current aim date and that's what they call it in the report the aim date for the 2.6 release is thursday december 8th so is that for the final release or ptu uh, no, that's the aim date for for release. Wow! So we okay. might we might see play tests uh, in the next week or so. Yeah, if, yeah if things, I don't know if things go know. along according to plan, which yes, we all know they don't. Which, right, right. So okay, well, um, let's be optimistic, shall we? Indeed. Indeed. Yes, my optimistic <laughs> voice. Oh, it's team optimism. Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, only 140, 141, uh, an hour and 41 minutes. That's roughly 101 minutes. Hey. It's, it's almost like we did two episodes tonight. I know, right? It is, but you're going to get it all at once, and then we're going to take a week off. So there you have it. 
All right, so what's coming up next? Well, we have a Thanksgiving holiday week in the U.S., so everybody that's celebrating that, please do have a happy and safe one. Um, we hope for 2.6 release to something, to the PTU, to live. Um, and uh, as always, watch our um, our Twitter for the Sunday meetups. And uh, we've been, um, uh, a group of us have been having uh, big fun on Friday nights uh, with uh, GTA. So, Mark... Mark, we need to get you out yeah, there. I, I even downloaded it this week, and I was going to come play with our one of our newer members, and uh, I did not get a chance to uh, because I got sidetracked with life. Heisting up a storm. Yes. Um, so um, anything else before we uh, go get our turkey on? Getting some go. people playing some Rainbow Six Siege and, uh, and some, some Planet Side. So. And then uh, Johnny, something I should shoot out, uh, Johnny uh, and Lazy, uh gave me a copy of the Division's uh, DLC for free. So oh, nice. That was super sweet of them, and so I've been uh, picking that up again and, and checking it out, and, and so there's some of that, too. All right. All right. Very cool. Um, and oh, there was something else. What was it? I, I believe that was it. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up, because i got to go out in the yard and pee. all right well uh, oh um yes all the the normal things uh, new members all that we've got a a bunch of new members um but uh we're going to get to that next time we record so um uh please be patient for that Uh, it's coming our aim date for that is um uh, what it would be the sixth uh, the 13th will be the next community show so Please go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen, the base radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. Remember, we are now available on the Google. Google. I almost did See, it. So close. So close. Google Play Music. You can reach the podcast email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are, at Verseca- we are at Versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash Versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is Versecast.org. Gracie has left the building. Ace, what did you say to that poor woman? Ace, that's your cue. It's not. He has to do his contact notes. You can go first if he says it is. It's okay. Oh, it's now okay. you read the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Um, sick. I, yeah. <laughs> you can find all my show notes in the, the thing. Yeah, my show notes in the contacts. <laughs> It's like how many how many you can't make uh, nine months with one baby, right? Is that what it is? Yep, exactly. I nailed it. Mm. Ace. Love babies. Can't eat a whole one myself. Though. Well, what I said to her was, "Good They're night, filling. Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Oh man, uh, and enjoy some of that turkey." Uh, <laughs> thank you. I needed that. Uh, my name is Ace Azumi, and you can find all the information in the show notes. Um, come find me. The team speak is where I'm most chatty. Probably uh, snoring off some tryptophan. Um and uh can't wait to see you guys out there. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Mark? Uh first off, is anyone else creeped out by Ace's constant obsession with this Gracie girl? I don't know who she is or why he's trying to say goodnight <laughs> to her, but I know she's not his wife. I Met don't her, think Mrs. Ace not that's, Gracie. Yeah. That's true. She's <laughs> my wife's name is not Gracie. So this week I like to put a public service announcement out for whoever Gracie happens to be. Uh do you know Ace? Does he sniff your trash? If so, <laughs> feel free to go ahead and call me at 
that actually you're going to have to email me even better at madcow1001 at gmail.com or mark at firstcast.org you can also find me on I don't know the battle.net thing mark hashtag 12397 for all you kids that don't know what a, when amp, or not an ampersand <laughs> pound, pound symbol sign <laughs> wow. ampersand uh, another great word. Uh, I'm also randomly on TeamSpeak. I'm usually in the Way channel, so you can always poke me if you want to get a hold of me. Uh, other than that, yeah, feel free to poke. Um, other than that, uh, you can find me on the Versecast Discord, which we have been using uh, amply lately uh, in the general chat channel. Please do come out and send me a little, uh, little, uh, I don't know, little message. Hello. A little how you do. A little what you think about the uh, Prowler, and if you watch the videos every day this week, like I did. Yes. Yeah. I have yet to see the MISC one. I watched it. It's, it's excellent. Um, wait, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anyone... Uh, this is a quick little 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 thing here. Did you guys notice the dancing girls? And the cutlass... The, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. The, and, and oh, the yeah. One. Yeah, Mark, I saw a message on, uh, Thanks, on buddy. Discord. Thanks, buddy. I see that. Just messed up. It seemed very fitting for Drake. Okay, but now like I want you guys to, to really think about this for a second. We saw dancing girls... In the end, guns, yeah, booth babes. We have They're not, no, there. we have not seen the female model yet actually That's doing true. anything in the engine yet. I wonder if those are guys. So you have no, they have were now. blurry and out of focus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. The key is you did. So <laughs> think about that. You just did. No, I, ha- I have to have stripper poles installed in my uh, anything, everything. Modules. Let's be real about this. <laughs> everything. <Yeah. laughs> if it can fit, it will. As Chris Rock says, a father's job is to keep his I daughter. I feel like off that should pole. be what the actual Renegade variant should have: stripper poles in the back. Are we ending this? What's going on here? Yeah. Until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. Guys, See you guys. I'm just Bye. those guys with ship. That's, that's right. right. You are just, <laughs> you are just those guys with ship. Oh, that's right, Mark. Uh, you're out. I'm single ship. Someone give me a ship. I need ships. I'm going to loan you one. I need a plural. Feels weird. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> I've got a very, very important question. Does Gracie run faster when she gets the smell of Ace's barn in her nostrils? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Does he often try to solicit, uh, solicit back rubs from her? Oh. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs>